You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The second round is in full swing and the action increases from game to game. That's what happens in this time of year, y'all. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. And if you've been listening to podcasts for Kings News, you know where the Kings sit in this. So to give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes, up for grabs each day. The best part is that it's free to play. That's right, free. DraftKings is free to play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball game and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. Simple stuff. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So you know what to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use the promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. It's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. What's good, everybody? What's happening out there? We're back. We're back. We're back. Welcome to your latest episode of the Ruler of the Court podcast brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network. He is I. I am him. This is Jason Jones, your host, where we discuss Kings basketball, other random basketball related topics. And on top of that, my love of hip-hop music and we got a good one to get into when it comes to hip-hop later in this episode but i am back from my little mini vacation enjoyed some time in las vegas toured the new raider stadium lovely facility beautiful place you know 
Got a little rest and relaxation in after the lottery. The NBA draft lottery, should I say. I didn't win the lottery to go to Vegas, but I kind of just took a chill from the chill, a break from the Kings, but did want to jump back in this week and touch on something that had all of you acting up on social media, going through the motions, blah, 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 again. And that would be a one Mr. Marvin Bagley III. So, well, I guess we live in a world now where I'm still kind of, I still don't get it all the time where when guys are unhappy, they're just going to say, I'm unhappy. What do they do? They go to their Twitter profiles or their Instagram profiles, and if you're a pro athlete, you remove the you know the 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 top, the name of a team that you're currently on. I guess it's a way to show your displeasure with the organization. And apparently, last week that's what Marvin Bagley did, removing you know at Sacramento Kings from his uh his social media um bios and does that matter to me uh like i said to me it's passive aggressive but hey do what you do but these guys also know that everything they do is followed or monitored by someone. So when Marvin decides to then also like a post um, about him needing to get out of Sacramento, he has to know that someone's going to see that and make a note that he liked that post. Of course, he's going to have to. He has to know that. I mean, Marvin's not dumb. And that's what Marvin did last week. He liked the post. That suggested he needed to get out of Sacramento, presumably to save his career, so to speak. <laughs> so, I mean. You know, what do, does it matter? To me, no. To me, no, it doesn't matter. But, it's just, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, it's an interesting thing, you know. Am I going to probably write something about it? No. Because, well, like I said, like I, said I was off and I'm not about, a, about to be, uh, Chasing this down, but you know, when someone says we got to get MB3 5 out of sack, man, and he likes it, he knows it's going to come with that. But we have to have, in a lot of ways, a reality check of sorts, a breakdown of where we are in Marvin Bagley's career with the Kings. And in, you know, I said, in a lot of ways, we need a reality check. And 
the fact is, I mean, here's some of the raw facts. Marvin Bagley has appeared in 118 games over these last three seasons. That's the fewest of anyone of, of, the, of the top 10 picks from the 2018 draft. So that's fewer than DeAndre Ayton, who got dinged for 25 games for uh, performance-enhancing drugs or substances. I mean, that's, it's, 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 you know, it's not all Marvin's fault, of course. Marvin's had some, un, some, some unfortunate luck with injuries. But we have to be realistic about where Marvin is in his career. And I guess you could say Marvin has to be realistic where he is in his career. Right now. Marvin is looking like a guy who, of that top 10 from 2018, he's the guy who will not be getting the, you know, massive contract extension. He will not be getting, he definitely won't be getting the max extension. And it's debatable exactly what he could get at this rate. Just because, I mean, there's not a whole lot to work, you know, to work off of right now. There's not a whole lot to work off of right now in terms of long-term projection, success. We just haven't seen enough of Marvin at this point. So, that's why it's interesting that you would hear a guy in his position say, I want out. but And then you look at the numbers, you look at the production and say, well, based on what? Like? What have the Kings done wrong to you? I mean, is this because you didn't get to play in the fourth quarter a lot to start the season? No, what is it? Now, I'm going to amend what I said. I said top ten, I said top five guys that probably won't be giving a big extension because Aiton's getting the max deal. Luca's getting the super max. Trey Young's getting the super max, or whatever. I think he's super max eligible, but you know, Jaron Jackson, he's also battled the injury bug as well, so he's probably not in that category yet. You know, but you do know that that um, <laughs> Memphis is very high on him, and he had a ton of injuries last season. He's you know. He still played. He still played in more games than Marvin. And that's and that's just with him playing in only eleven games last season. And these eleven regular season games. So you know, you then you go at the rest of the top ten: Mo Bamba, uh, Wendell Carter, and they're now both on the Orlando Magic. Uh, Colin Saxton, uh, Cleveland will keep him around. Kevin Knox, uh, Mikael Bridges is looking good in the playoffs. So, but I mean, there's a lot of things for Marvin to look at and say, well, what have I done or what has happened here to where I would want out of Sacramento? And I'm going to do something or, you know, before I get into Marvin, I'm going to start with the King organization and say, they've played a part in this. I mean, you've created an environment 
some of this is not Monty McNair's fault. Some of it does collide with him. You create an environment where probably Marvin feels like he has or has or deserves more say, more authority, more just just more more power. Or as the uh, great wrestling legend Jeff Jarrett would have said back in the day, Marvin thinks he has or has more stroke in the organization than he really should have. You know why would Marvin feel this way? Pretty simple. You know, Dave Yeager and him didn't get along. Dave Yeager got fired. <laughs> Plain and simple. That wasn't the only reason Dave got fired. But yeah, that has a way of making a young guy maybe feel like my voice matters more than it probably should. Another reason why Marvin probably has a reason to feel like he can say he wants out. Remember when Marvin broke his thumb or broke bone in his hand back in March and Marvin, for whatever reason, was allowed to go back home to Arizona in rehab away from his team, away from his teammates. And then later on, general manager Monty McNair says that was something agreed upon between the player, his agent and the team. I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it again. Whenever the agent is asking or kind of come to a, an agreement to where the player cannot be with the team and be at home, that player is expecting to be traded. So Marvin probably feels like, damn, why am I still on this damn team? I don't want to be here. You know, they like Rashawn Holmes more than me, perhaps. They don't play me in the fourth quarter. And I'll say this, for they had a reason not to play Marvin in the fourth quarter. You know, watch some of those games that they won early, you know, earlier in the year, and what happened—they did defensively with Marvin out of the game. I mean, that wasn't a unfair or a bad decision by the coaching staff by any stretch. But perhaps it's the whole idea of they let me go home. I thought they were trading me. That could have Marvin feeling some type of way, like, "Yeah, get me out of here. I don't want to be here anymore." Yet and still. Like I said, I'll put that part in the organization. Yet and still, Marvin cannot feel, I don't know how Marvin could feel like he hasn't had opportunities yet in Sacramento. Does opportunities mean he gets to play 35 minutes? No. Not in my opinion, no. But from the day Luke Walton showed up as coach, Marvin has been a starter, except with coming back from injury. I believe the team has done what it could to try to highlight Marvin. Do they run a lot of plays for him? No. But I do believe Marvin has gotten opportunities. You know, but when you're injured a lot, the continuity is not there. And the team has actually, you know, especially defensively been better without Marvin on the floor. No, it's no shade to Marvin. But what exactly does, I wonder what exactly does Marvin believe his trade value is? To the point where you can, you know, you can kind of co-sign like I said, this passive-aggressive social media idea. Of, I'm a co-sign on the idea. I need to get out of sack because, as I've reported, as it's been reported by multiple uh, outlets, Marvin Bagley was available for trade this past season. This, during this, uh, I guess the, the season's not technically over yet. So during this season, before the trade deadline, Marvin Bagley could have been had by a team, and the Kings. Couldn't get more, couldn't get anything of value back in return for Marvin. So that's why that's, that's why Marvin's still on this team. 
So that's part of the reality check that needs to be had. It's kind of hard to want to trade when no one wants to trade for you. I mean, you can want one. Like I could want a new house, but if I ain't got the money, no, if no one's going to sell me a house, oh, well. And in this case, Marvin could want out of Sacramento, but who wants Marvin Bagley? And that becomes the question going forward. Marvin Bagley is due $11.3 million next season, and then the Kings can extend him a qualifying offer to make him a restricted free agent. And at this rate, I don't even know if the Kings would do that. I mean, you could you could argue that Bogdan Bogdanovich in his three years, contributed more to winning than Marvin Bagley did has had in his three years, and the Kings didn't get anything from Bogey, and I don't. I could honestly see the Kings letting Marvin walk after the season if he's not traded before then, just because I don't. I just don't know what you get for him in a deal, and I don't know what his value is if you try to resign him. It's going to be clear that Marvin's going to want a bigger deal probably than the Kings would offer, and even still, what is Marvin at this point? We really don't know. Some people believe Marvin really is a center, just an offensive, a scoring center, that he's not really a, a four in today's game. Some people think he could be a four and a five. And the fact is that Marvin, either way, Marvin's got to stay on the court <laughs> to prove any of this. Because right now, we honestly just don't know. I mean, we just don't know. And if you look at Marvin's career, you know, he averaged, it's, you know, interestingly enough, his minutes per game has slightly gone up over his first three years. But his points per game have gone down from 14.9 as a rookie to 14.1 last season. Rebounding, 7.6 per game as a rookie, 7.5 in his 13 games in 2019-2020, last season. Assist. You're right at one per game for his career. Steals, half a steal a game. Blocks have gone. He had a block a game as a rookie. That was down to 0 0.5 blocks last season. Uh, yeah, he's shooting 50% from the field for his career. Uh, the shot attempts have been about the same. Well, you know, he averaged 12.8 attempts in his 13 games in the second season, but 11.4 shots a game. As a rookie and and last season, which is probably, in the, I mean, you would think that almost the way people talked about Marvin not getting a chance, that he wasn't getting any shots. It's actually more than I thought he was getting. <laughs> and then his free throw attempts went up to 3.1 per game. Um, not saying they went up. He averaged 4.2 free throws as a rookie. But then his, he also only made 57.5% of his free throws, which also made accounts as to why his uh, scoring average went down a little bit last year. But I still have to say that Marvin hasn't put together a resume on the court, I think, where people are going to be sympathetic to him wanting out. Just not. It is what it is. And, you know, I talked about Marvin's music last week. Maybe, you know, kind of the feeling of, People are out to get him, and it's crazy. I think at least in the, in the local media, I think the, the local media has been extremely fair to Marvin, hasn't attacked Marvin, and I think a lot of us actually really like Marvin. To be honest, a lot of us really like Marvin, but 
you also understand the business of it. And a guy who's averaging 14.5 points and 7.5 rebounds for his career, and as athletic he is, he's not even averaging one block a game. People are going to have take issue with him saying he wants out. It's like you haven't, you know, played 118 games in your career. You know, you you know, you what? Have, it's it's almost the feeling of what have you done to even feel that way? And again, I don't completely blame Marvin for this. Just because there, you know, I do believe the organization has played into this but Marvin still got to take a look at himself in this whole scenario and look at what he can do better to not just kind of get things right with the Kings get things right overall I mean Dave Yeager's gone uh, the man I mean Vlade Divac was literally fired for drafting Marvin Bagley they got fired for that yo well Team City, they agreed to part ways, whatever. Vlade got fired for drafting him. And meanwhile, you got you know, Luka in the playoffs, all-star games. Trey Young is in the Eastern Conference Finals right now, dropping 30-plus points a night. Uh, Colin Sexton, who was taking a few picks after Marvin, is looking like a guy who's going to be a key component to Cleveland's future. You know, right now... Marvin's in that Jaron Jackson, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter group. The guys who, you know, Kevin Knox. Maybe he's not as, you know, bad. And I say bad. You know, he's not as viewed as lower than some of those guys. But he's in that, how you going to get your next contract group? Because right now, the Kings let Willie Cauley-Stein walk for less. And if one thing, Willie was pretty durable, at, at least at that. You know, say what you will about him and his effort and whether or not he tried hard enough or just didn't care. One thing about Willie Cauley-Stein during his time with Sack, he was at least durable. And right now, Marvin doesn't even have that. And Willie was looking for one of those uh, Miles Turner type of paydays, you know, when he got, you know, with the Kings, which he uh, obviously didn't get. And... Here's what's crazy, too. Uh, I know Willie took a lot of crap while he was a, <laughs> as a king. Willie still got you 8.4 rebounds per game in his fourth, his, fourth, his fourth season with the Kings. He hasn't scored as much as Marvin. But Marvin didn't... He didn't shoot as much as Marvin. Overall, Willie's probably... You know, yo, but Willie, you know... Think about that. For you know the guy that everyone just thought was so lazy and... Didn't give a damn, which some of you probably still believe about Willie anyway. But that's not the point. The point is, Willie got you 8.4 rebounds a game. Still. So, I mean, how far off right now is Marvin from Willie? I don't know. But, I will say at this rate, you know, Marvin is headed more toward the Willie Cauley-Stein career route than anybody else. And... Being the latest king, who was the first round pick of Sacramento, who won't who won't get a second contract, and it's amazing that since Demarcus Cousins and who was drafted in 2010, the only other king who who got a second deal with the Kings that was drafted in the first round was De'Aaron Fox. 
So, and right now, I think Marvin's on course to join that group either by not being picked up next season or being traded. And the trade thing is going to be hard because, like I said, I I reported during the season, as most people have reported, just ain't a lot of people out there fighting to get them get, get their hands on Marvin Bagley the third right now. Just not happening. And it puts the Kings in a weird spot. Not really a weird spot because well they know they they tried to trade him and couldn't get anything for him. And you, you would think that that situation there would have been somewhat you know humbling for Marvin. Be like damn. You know, and this goes back to even January when his dad was tweeting about trading Marvin and Marvin didn't want to talk about it. And I understand, you know, that's family, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. But when you got your family, and it's not just his dad. I mean, there's been other family members, you know, from the, if you believe screenshots or whatever, you know, going at other players on the team in defense of Marvin, trying to elevate Marvin. Shit ain't cool if that's what they're really doing. Don't attack De'Aaron Fox because you mad about Marvin's minutes. They're, they To me, they're not related. But still, you got all that going on. And you, tr- you think you're getting traded. And you have to deal with the harsh reality that, you know what? Maybe I ain't as good as I think. Maybe I think I am the shit. But people just think you're shit. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, pretty you know, plain and simple. And maybe you got to go back to the lab, reevaluate who you are, what you do, and then go from there. And I would just hope that the rest of this offseason or whatever, however long it is, stop with the passive aggressiveness, you know, stop with the I'm going to remove. You know, you do realize that removing a team's, you know, t- Twitter or Instagram handle from your social media bio does not mean you no longer play for that team just yeah it's it's a it's a weird phenomenon i don't understand what people think they are going to accomplish from doing that like if i remove the kings from from my bio that's going to mean something still on the kings and if you really want to change this if you really want to get out of sack marvin and like i said i said i like i think marvin's a good dude general in general i don't think he's a bad I i think he's frustrated i understand all that but you want to get out of Marvin? You got it out of Sacramento, Marvin? Ball, just ball. You know what? Because you know, if the, if the team doesn't want to, wants to part ways with you and you don't want to be a, be a king anymore, if you ball and you just ball, you know what? You're gonna have teams willing to go out there and trade for you. Right now, that's not your case. No one's taking on 11.3 million dollars for a guy who. Has spent most of the last two seasons injured. No one's taken on eleven point three million dollars for a for a, guy, a a big man who is known to be a defensive liability most of his career, and it's and a guy who maybe who can rebound at a high rate, but maybe doesn't do it consistently enough. So there you have it. I'm just you know, like I said, I was gone last week. Probably didn't add anything new to the conversation, but hey, this felt like hey, it, it needs to be said. Yeah, Marvin, man, I wish you the best, but yeah, that yeah, these little social media games. I mean, Buddy tried him last year. Buddy's still a king, so it, it, I yeah, that's it. But on to better things, more exciting things. Uh, two things actually musically. First, I'm gonna start off by saying with the if you have Amazon Prime. 
you need to check out this uh, new uh, flick with Mary J. Blige talking about her second album, My Life. No, is it hip hop? No, but Mary J. is hip hop, so you should definitely check that out. Gives you a little different point of view, perspective into the making of that album, how personal that album is to her. And I actually went back and listened to that album again, and it was like, man, it's it, it. When you hear her talk about what she was going through in her life at that time, listen to the album again, you'd be like, wow, yeah, this, yeah, she had some heavy shit on her, but. I don't want to spoil it for you, you know, definitely check it out, but this week's hip-hop album of the week, um, I've never called it the hip-hop album of the week, but I, uh, I will say this though, I think, I think uh, J. Cole has... Uh, now has competition for the album of the year for me most of the you know for the last couple of months i would have told you the off season by j cole was the hip-hop album of the year unquestioned but tyler their creator has jumped in the ring with call me if you get lost and damn this thing this is a great album great album and tyler jumps in there and for me, the coolest thing about this is that it's it's like it's an album, but he's got DJ Drama hosting it, so it's an album with a mix with a DJ Drama mixtape feel. I I love it. There's people who said, you know, I don't want to hear Drama yelling over them over the song and all that. I don't want to hear Gangsta Grizzles, you know, just popping up on the album. I loved it with this. To me, it actually worked very well. I loved it. And it should be some surprise to someone who goes by Tyler, the creator, has been one of the more creative dudes in the, in the game for more than a decade, whether it be production, music. And this album is a hell of a ride. You know, more than an hour. Y'all know how I feel. A little, a little, a little less than an hour, but y'all know how I feel about these 35-minute albums. Tyler gives you down there for three minutes of uh, just, uh, like I said, a an adventure musically up and down. Just like I said, with, you know, with you no, know, with drama popping up on there talking, and then you got, you know, like I said, just I could go track for track, but I won't. I mean. You know, there's there's a, there's a lot of good things on here. You know, the Lemonhead track is is great. The What's Your Name track is great. Lumberjack, I like that. Hot Wind Blows, um, I call that my. If Magic Johnson made a <laughs> a rap song album, because you know last week Magic was tweeting from Greece and as some people said, making us all feel poor. But I call I say Magic is the greatest of all time. Magic can do whatever the hell he wants and. Rather than make me feel poor, I'm gonna say Magic inspired me to you know one day get a yacht with a damn gem on it. But hey, you know, but that song has Lil Wayne on it, and yeah, that song, it I love it. I I mean, Lil Wayne whenever he, generally Lil Wayne features are pretty damn good anyway, but this one is great as well. The song Manifesto, love that one. Uh, sweet, I thought you wanted to dance. That you know, I I love that song as well. It's a, this is, to me this is a great album. And right now we're looking at the second cont- legit contender for album of the year. 
Yeah, uh, like I said, right now it's two. It's a two album race between uh, Tyler the Creator and J Cole. And right now, I think I might actually give the edge to Tyler's because hell, the album is longer, and I don't, I like an album that can get me through a good no a good workout. And this album will get you, this album will get you through your workout for sure. And you know, like I said, it's uh one of the more creative you know pieces ever. Not ever, I should say ever. I mean, of the year. I don't think we can say ever when it's been out like three four days, but. It's a, like I said, to me, it's a journey. It's a, it, it tells a story from start to finish. It, it has moments of introspection. It's entertaining. It's funny. It's everything I like about an album. And I would definitely recommend it. I don't have a rating system for music, but you definitely need to check out this album if you haven't. I played it, and lots of times I'll, I'll get new music, I'll play it once and keep it moving. I've played this thing at least four or five times off the bat, just like back to back because it's so good. So definitely check it out, y'all. And that's all I really got for you in terms of my music suggestions. Like I said, check out that Mary J. Blige on Amazon Prime. Check out Tyler, the Creator's new album. Like I said, if there, I don't know if the source even does it anymore. If there was a mic rating, it probably would get five mics. But hey, it is what it is. Y'all be good out there. Uh, shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network. Uh, you know where to find me on Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. Instagram, Mr. Jones LBC. Y'all have a good week. I'll be back later on since I'm not chilling in Vegas. And hopefully the Kings behave on social media and make my life a little bit more chill. So y'all be good out there. Y'all stay safe. I am gone.